from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all. To all my fantasy children, my name is Aaron Kitano. And my name is Jeff Stormer. This is a podcast where we take your listener prompts that you send to us, and then we turn them into some kind of tabletop character. Yes. We, um, what we do is we take, we actually print out every prompt that is sent to us. Uh, we, we take them, and one by one, we fold them into a really beautiful origami swan, and we set that swan- the, the, the intention is to set that swan on a lake and set it off into the world. The problem is, like, I'm really bad at origami. Yes. So, like, of all the problems we get, a lot of them just get crumpled up, or, like, I get mad and I tear up the paper. It's sort of like how uh, people play D&D with miniatures. We try to do it with all of these characters, but made out of origami. Yeah. Well, the problem is, like, we try to make them into origami, like, we try to build the character out of origami, which are v- which is very difficult in a lot of cases. Yes. We're getting a lot of intri- you should really see some of the origami, it's remarkably intricate. However, insert joke, because I don't have one. <laughs> do we have a prompt this week, Eric? <laughs> we do! Fuck intros again, <laughs> round two of fuck intros, because they're hard, and the prompt this week is super good. It's from Frankie Extra. I just want to get right down to creating this tabletop god, because the prompt this week comes from Frankie Extra, and it is, the last bard of a destroyed world. They now travel other worlds, telling their tale. Oh, that's a really good prompt. Sorry, I got space out for a second. No, it's real. It's real good. That's a super good prompt. I'm really into that. All right, so let let's get right through this because this is sick. So yeah, we have right. the last bard of a destroyed world. Aaron, would you believe I have a series of tables specifically for this? What? No, I actually do not believe that you have a series of tables for this. Did you not? Would you believe that I have like? specific things for us to roll on up front or at least one thing specifically to roll on up front that we can sort of figure get 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 started on the right foot see at this point if you're lying and you don't have a table to roll on i'm gonna be like <laughs> i'm just gonna stop recording because <laughs> okay <laughs> so it, well then yeah. good please like and subscribe no all right um, yeah actually, thanks everybody <laughs> um i have a class for the game scarlet heroes by kevin crawford it was in published in his zine uh, the sandbox yeah. It is called The Last Prince, and it is the last of their kind, the final heir to some crumbled nation or vanished tribe, or in this case, world. Stop. That's so cool. What we're going to roll on is give me a single D8 roll, and it's going to tell us the doom that came to this world. Oh, that's dope. Okay. Let's find some doom. Let's find some doom. One. Blood. Your people perished on the swords of a savage foe, all from old men to mewling babies. Neither shall you show mercy. What? So, okay, so there was a war that that decimated this world, that shattered it. What, like that big of a battle? Like, this is a, let's, do you want to say it's like a planet? I'm picturing a planet or a plane of existence that is just consumed in battle. That's pretty amazing. And out comes... One sole survivor to tell the tale of it? How? Yes. How did this, okay, how did this bard 
survive? Did they, oh God, did they win the battle? Was this a gladiator planet? Like, you know mm. what I mean? It was, was it some kind of like, this is the winner, you know, or is it just like hit under a rock? I have something. What do you got? I think, uh, what happened is there was a battle. Um, it was not one battle, so to speak. It was like a series of escalating battles, each one larger and larger until the planet, until like the plane of existence was consumed. And one person walked away, or rather one person smuggled themselves onto another planet. I'm kind of going sci-fi because the answer to that question is they did something unquestionable, but also cowardly. Jeff. Because I think that Johnny Orko survived once again. <laughs> Stop it! Oh my god! Okay, wait, okay. Okay. Okay, so Johnny is fucking back. Johnny Orko, part two, baby. Johnny Orko, part two. Okay, so, okay, so, oh, God, let me get the prompt, because right now my pants are down around my ankles, and I am stumbling through, like, the New York City Marathon. <laughs> I Okay, so, okay, so let's just start off fresh, then. Johnny Orko is the last bard of a destroyed world. They now travel to other worlds telling their tale. Yeah. So, wait, so when last we met Johnny Orko, this motherfucker was, like, in bars doing odd jobs with his skills of, like, murder. Right. So, now they're, uh, so they're the sole survivor. What world? Okay, so this is just, that just describes Johnny Orko? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. what happens is then the world that Johnny Orko was on, which I I don't remember if we ever gave a name to. We can now, and we'll, it'll just be forever canonical. Uh, let's call it Orcus. That's a cool, that's a, that's Orcus? a sort of a fantasy reference, sort of a sci-fi thing. Okay, cool. So the planet Orcus, um, things were bad, right? There was yeah. this, there was this mega corporation that was doing horrible things. It was grinding people into sports drink powder, I believe. Yes, that is what they were doing. Yeah. So they're obviously what happens is they, Things escalated from there because there was blowback. There was resistance against this megacorp, right? Like, that's why Johnny Orko was in the military and was defending it is yes. there were people fighting back. So yes. that So what happened is there was an escalation in that that just escalated to a point that Orcus is gone now. Oh, or if it's there, it's a, if it's there, it's a, it's a, it's an irradiated husk. Yes, it is. They completely destroyed the clash between, uh, this uh, space gator, spacer aid, the spacer aid corporation, and the planet Orcus, the residents of it, that clash kind of just wiped out all its. Re it's basically just like a molten. It's like Venus yeah, or Mars. It's just it's it's lifeless. Yeah, but Johnny survived. Johnny made it out due to cowardice. He ran. I mean, yeah, I think he, he ran. He, I think we. He's a he's a deserter, right? Yeah, he ran. He deserted the military, and he. He ran while he got out while the getting was good. Yeah. And now he's, he might not be, I mean, at least in his eyes and in the eyes of the world, the, the galaxy at large, there might be a few other orcs around, but he's yeah. never met one and he doesn't think he ever will. Well, he is, Johnny Orko is a half orc. So yeah, I think that he's, there, there might be other orcs, there might be other half orcs. He's never seen them. Love that. Um, okay. So now what? Like, so he's just telling his tale? Like, what is, what is his, what does he want? Like, okay, okay, let's go back. And Johnny Orko, 
Right. Space, space, uh, space pirate. What was he like? A space soldier, space soldier extraordinaire. He is incredible with a gun. He tactics. He's an amazing, like, general. And now right. he's just a what? He's spreading the word of what happened. You know, is he traveling? I've got something as for that as well. Okay. This is something else I've been thinking. I, I've, th- I've got, I think I know. If he becomes a bard, if he becomes a storyteller of his world, I think I know Okay. what happens. I think he flees. I think he goes underground. I think he smuggles himself off world in the cargo hold of a smuggler ship. That smuggler ship, he maybe, he maybe befriends the crew. Yeah. You know, like he becomes their stowaway. He becomes maybe their enforcer. He's a military man after all. And I think what happens is that that smuggler ship lands in sort of the one place where all smuggler ships go. That is the planet Sacrale, oh. Smuggler's Haven. Oh, shit. Okay. So now Johnny Orko is on Sacrale. Yeah. The acid-rich planet, the yep. acid-atmosphere planet. What does he want, Jeff? That's the thing. I think he wants to ensure that what happened on Orcus never happens to another planet or never another person never has to go through all of the things that he went through. So remind me again of the political situation on Sacrale. They are locked in a Cold War. There are two government powers in a Cold War. There's a thriving black market. Oh, oh, shit. So Johnny Orko is the one person who can spread this tale and maybe like end the Cold War. Yeah. But how? How? how okay. I think the how, I, I feel like the how is, is obvious. No. He becomes a guest on Going Galactic with Trans Halford and starts spreading an anti-war message and becomes a political activist for pacifism and for, for positive change in the sector. So Johnny Orko becomes a space politician. Yes, he becomes, he becomes the, 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 the last surviving bard. He becomes the last surviving storyteller of this doomed planet, of this apocalyptic conflict. He becomes the one voice to say, look, we can't let this happen again. Okay. I love this. I, I really like this. So we have a political figure now on Sacrale with Trans Halford. You know, he's a guest mm-hmm. and he becomes a, so, uh, Johnny Orko starts building support from, here's the thing, from which side? Just, because uh, there's two sides, there's two groups locked in a Cold War, yeah? Yes. Does he become the third? I think he becomes the third power. I think in the way that Trance sort of galvanized this directionless youth, right? Yeah. I think Johnny sort of energizes them in a more political kind of way. Sort of, rather than just, like, make art, you know, pursue your dreams, do this. Johnny's like, well, yes, we should all do that, but we should also do X. Now there are protests happening, and now there are, there's resistance happening. And it's this, it's, it's a whole thing of Johnny being like, yeah, look, I was, I was made to do pretty horrific things. And look what it got me. Everyone is dead. Okay. I, okay, I like this. So, Johnny Orko is the political figure, is a, does he win? Here's the thing. Let's, let's, let's go fast here. Does he win? Does he end the Cold War? Does he become like president of fucking Sacrale? Huh. What do you think? Do you have any, do you, do you have an idea? I, I have ideas of what he wants to do. Cause my thing is, okay, so Sacrale, there's a bubble everybody lives in, yes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're all in bubble cities. What if, uh, Johnny Orko, Johnny Orko is no stranger to like, uh, because he's part of a planet cracking team. Right. 
does Johnny Orko want to reverse the fix the environment on Sakrala and make it breathable? I could I could see that. That sounds like a goal he could get down with. You know what I mean? I don't know. Something I don't know. I'm thinking Sakrale, it's an acid planet, everyone lives in a bubble. There's a cold war between groups. Johnny Orko is a planet cracker or part of the military. Okay, it was a planet cracking corporation and Johnny Orko was the muscle that would go in and like kill all the people, uh, the residents of a planet, and then they'd take their natural resources and turn them into Gatorade. So what Johnny Orko might learn from this is what? He knows He knows the game mm-hmm. of, like, destruction. Mm-hmm. So to, he ends a conflict between two warring factions. Right. But then what? Like, what is his, does he want to make Sacrale what? Why? Like, because it's not enough to just want to end conflict. I think he wants to rebuild a better Sacrale. I think he wants to sort of reshape it politically into a into a more long-term viable thing that like supports people in a way that it hasn't before. He wants to find a peace between these two factions. He doesn't want to merely stop the fighting. It becomes I want to f- build to find a way for this these factions to coexist peacefully and find a way that like this this generation of artists and young people can find a way for them to contribute and to make this to make this world a better place. I think he has decided I think he decides that Sacrale is his home and he has to make Sacrale the best place possible. So what we know right now is Johnny Orko, president of Sacrale. Yep. He wants to make Sacrale the most like what what is the what is his dream for the planet? Uh, I think it's I think it's world peace. I think world peace is his goal. My question is, like, is is that attainable in this case? Like, I know it's fantasy and anything is possible. I I don't know. I think that's that's a real challenge point, especially because I think there's another question here. Yeah. Which is, if Orcus is gone, does that mean Johnny's past is gone? I don't know, because uh, because the, the Planet Crackers, like, you know, they fail on Orcus, right? Right. But is the entirety of uh, Spacer Aid, like, you know what I mean? The evil yeah, corporation, yeah, right, right, right. are they gone? And I know it's just like adding in a villain as Spacer Aid, you know what I mean? And they follow him down. But Well, so maybe that's it. Maybe they don't follow him down. Maybe they're large enough that they don't care. Maybe that this this organization, this corporation is so large that, like... Orcus is gone. They wipe out a planet, and this corporation is so large and so powerful that they say, "All right, on to the next one." And Orcus and and Johnny Orco has to sort of use. He has to bring about world peace because he's like, "No, look, like this. There is a there is a larger enemy, a a, for, a force of like corruption and greed in a way that is dangerous." What what are the two political powers on Sacrale again that are locked in the core? I don't think we ever like, we never really defined it. Yeah, let's do that because that okay. will mean they they'll define what Johnny Orko the two things that he's against. Right, right, right. I think. Hmm. So if Trance Halford is welcome all to all my fantasy children, where this is literally we're just creating an entire story from whole cloth. Yes. So um. So, okay. So if we know that Johnny Yorko is against two powers, like he disagrees with two different parties. Yeah. And Trance Halford does as well. And Trance Halford is about like creatives and individuality. Right, right, right. Let's say that one of them then is uniformity and, uh, like. I think that, I think uniformity works, especially if it's, cause we said that, that, that like 
all of their resources were going towards like engineering. So if it's like another one of these mega corporations, yes, that's like an engineering company, and so they're sort of enforcing this idea of uniformity and sort of control through oh, uniformity. That that okay. What if the two powers um separately make up what is so horrible about Space Raid? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one of them is the industry, uh, the industry of Sacrale, where it's like we need to expand, we need to develop uh, more industry, more science, more research. And the other end is like we need those funds, we need them for war. And both of them have weapons. Like Sacrale has no organized military, so but they're working on it. Like one side is trying to develop like defense for Sacrale and a military for Sacrale, and the other side is like we need research, we need science, we need engineering, and. Uh, those together will end up making <laughs> space raid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I'm see tra- what you're saying. I'm trying yeah, to yeah. see like that Johnny Orko is just fighting his old demons. Um, no, I think that all I think that all works out really nicely because those are also the things, really specifically, the things that Trance was fighting was fighting on going galactic. Like, so I think yeah. that makes a lot of sense. If there's a mega corporation that is sort of supplying the infrastructure of Sacrale, and yes. it is you know, force it. It is sort of like, well, if you want to work with us, like you have to live by these, these rules. And then there's the government of Sacrale that is like, we have to defend against, we are utterly defenseless. So we have to build up weapons Ooh. and you have these two forces sort of at odds with one another. Then I think Johnny had, then yeah, it becomes an issue of like, well, look, both of these are wrong. And he's like, look, yeah. both of these, both of these lead to the same place. Yes. Especially if, the indu- okay, so Sacrale is a fucking, there's a bubble on an acid planet that everybody has to live in. Yeah. The industrial side, I'm starting to think, uh, either contributes to the atmosphere being dangerous, but also, I think if you're building up outside of the bubble, maybe, it's like we can't expand even our living quarters. Like, they have a finite space that yes. they can live in. There's yes. only so many people who can actually live in this bubble. So they, they have to do something about the planet as a whole. Because if you live in a bubble, like, there, there has to be a finite amount of like people that can live in it. it can, right. It's only so big. Yeah. So I think it becomes an issue of like resource. Even yeah, it becomes an issue of like we're running out of resources. We're running out of like space, and you're worried about building up outside of the bubble, and you're worried about defending the bubble from attackers. Like we, we need to focus on where we, where we live, and making Sacrale like safe. It's dangerous. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah, I think I think it's I think yeah, I'm I'm totally into all of this. Okay, so he's so he works with tra- sorry, he works with Trance Halford. Okay, so he goes on, he promotes uh he promotes what? Like what is his pitch? Like what is Johnny Orko's pitch? Is it I have seen the horrors of big business on the we'll say industry is blue and war is the the military is red. I have seen sure. both the horrors of blue and red. And sure. I and I don't want to see it repeated. I was once a part of the Space Raid Corporation, and I know that would not work to his benefit, being associated with such a shitty company. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think that that's part of how the two the the two powers like fight him is like. Yeah. I think that going back to the question that I asked, I don't think his past did go away, and I think they use that against him to be like, "Look, you did horrible things. You're a monster. You're a war criminal." How can we, how can you possibly try to like cast aspersions on us when you are guilty of X, Y, and Z? Yeah. And he's an outsider. He's not yeah. from Sacrale. He, he literally is a war criminal who smuggled himself onto a ship mm-hmm. and like just appeared and 
saw what was going on. It's okay. So, okay, let's go. Let's step back then. Let's not talk about Johnny Orko, the political figure just yet. So Johnny mm-hmm. Orko lands on Sacrale. He's just a mm-hmm. smuggler. Does he starts, he has to start seeing what's wrong and decides that he knows the solution to this problem. Right. So he becomes, he like lives on Sacrale. Yes. I think he, I think he, I think, well, I think it's a scenario where like anybody that lands on Sacrale like lives there for maybe a week or, you know, for a little while while you do business and you like transfer goods and things. Yeah. But the, what is the moment that he's like, I have to do something about, I, I, I can change, this is wrong. And I have to change it. Like, this oh. is history repeating itself all over again, and I have to stop it. Oh, I know what it is. I, yeah. I, 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 hearing you say that, it's obvious to me. It's when Trans Halford does a live show, and it gets shut down by, mil- by like, the military police. Ooh. So it's like, what is it, in, like, a square? So, like, Trans Halford's, like, a revolutionary? Well, it was a thing where, yeah, it was a thing where, like, so, let me set the scene. Yeah. Trans Halford's show is getting fairly popular. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of it. It comes out that it's not as secret as they think it is. Yes, and it comes out that they like have a following among smugglers. Mm-hmm. Trans thinks it's a great idea to do a live show. Yeah, organizes it, gets a venue for it, gets a stage for it. But like that's a little bit too far because he's still wanted by the police, and so like the military police shut it down. And in Trance's mind, it's like, okay, you know what? That was me getting a little egotistical. Like, it's not super safe for me to be doing this. I should still be careful, but I can still kind of appeal to my audience. But I think in the audience of that show is Johnny Orko, who is just laying low for a few weeks while the smuggling ship does its thing. And I think, I think honestly, he's moved. Because, I mean, I'll go with the cliche that, like, he's in the audience and is, like, moved by a speaker. You know what I mean? I I personally enjoy that when someone's like inspired by the words of someone else and is like, I need to make a change and not like I need to change myself. But it's like, what? Okay. But what is it like people are suffering? You know what I mean? Or is it just like, I need to run for office? I think it's that like he, he sees the show get shut down. He sees military police shutting down an artistic display. And he says like, well, that's like that kind of rampant military abuse is what space raid was doing yeah like that's no better than what they were doing so i think he then reaches out after that to trance yeah and says like i need to tell my story on your show oh that means that he he says some shit then jeff oh yeah it's i think and i think trance because trance at this point in trance in the going galactic saga is sort of having fun with it and telling, like, cool smuggler stories. Yeah, yeah. And I think, so I think they bring on Orko, thinking it's just going to be, like, a fun, playful, like, yeah, what did you do? What kind of cool smuggler things? And Johnny sits down and is just like, on this date, uh, I bore witness to the slaughter of however many people. Whoa. Okay. Ooh, you know what that makes me think about Sacrale, Jeff? What's that? That the sense of the bubble... It's giving me more of a vivid picture of, like, maybe they don't have access to actually what's going on on other planets. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a thing, was that, like, they, that, like, people were bringing in information and that was a big part yes, of that going they're, galactic. Yes, they're literally in a bubble. And Johnny Orko is, like, shining a light on, like, I know you live in a world where, like, it's locked in this Cold War, but this is, like, this is small potatoes as to the horrors that are occurring yep. from yep, this yep. corporation. And if if you let this, if you let these two merge... 
or like one of them win, it will happen to your planet because I have seen it happen to several planets. And I think it's sort of this like, it's a, what I'm thinking is like, and he gets the listeners of Trans Halford who are like young or creatives or who believe in something, believe in something, you know, to really get behind Johnny Orko's message of like, you need to preserve the future. You need to protect your planet. You already have a finite space. You guys, you're, you're running on borrowed time already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You live in a bubble for fuck's sake that like, God forbid it shattered. You're all dead. You guys need to think bigger than this small space. Yes. I think right now the, the, the worldview of Sacrale is too small. They're thinking like just inside the capsule when already these two powers are not. And I think they're using it as leverage against the people of the bubble. Yeah, I think so. That makes sense. They, they like the fact that they only think small, that the people are only thinking the bubble. They're only thinking the day to day. They're not thinking long term. And I think Johnny Orko's uh, appearance on Going Galactic finally opens people's eyes to like, there's an entire universe out there. And like, we're thinking of preserving what's going on in like our small little capsule when this, these two powers are literally dictating our day to day. We need, I think we need to change. Yeah, I think what it is is because, like, a big part of going galactic is that, like, people were starting to look to the stars and dream and, like, be like, oh, I can maybe do, like, jazz or something. So I think this is what makes them go, like, oh, wait, this is also a horrible situation and we should fix this. So, like, rather than just, like, an artistic thing, like, I think it goes back to being, like, a serious, like, people's uprising. Ooh, okay, so there's a rebellion? Is it peaceful? Because in my opinion, like, just historically, like, it it, it usually isn't. I don't think it is. I think it starts out that way. Yeah. I think it. I think it's gotta not be. Ooh, no, I have a way where it can be, Jeff, okay. sort of. What if Johnny Orko, he's a military strategist. Right. What if he pits the corporations against each other? Mm. So he pretty much ends the Cold War by igniting a fucking igniting a battle between the two red and blue, and then he rises from the ashes. Not ashes, meaning the bubble's destroyed. What if even more so than that, it's not even a battle, but like he forces a a stalemate? Ooh, I like that more. Like he orchestrates a. Sa- no, no, I think I got it. I think I know what happens. Like, you, I appreciate you saying all that because I, I see it in my head now. He presents a, he like agitates a scenario mm-hmm. where the two sides are prepared to go to battle. Yeah. And then essentially like makes a public message of like, look, ooh, look. And like, that's the thing that like, sets off like government officials that's the thing that brings like government officials it brings like corporate representatives onto his side like it brings higher ups is he's like look i told you this is no different than space raid yeah the things that you're doing are no different than what was going to happen on orcus and like look around you and so suddenly you have like generals being like well, i'm not going to push the button yeah like, exactly i'm not exactly. going to battle <laughs> Yes, in the industrial – okay, first of all, also, you said that uh Trans Halford inspires people to look to the stars. People are seeing Orcus, mm-hmm. and they're like, you're right. And I think that message, honestly, like, seeing Orcus and meeting Johnny Orco is what makes them, like, you know, they're ready. Their guns are at each other's throats or whatever mm-hmm. phrasing, and they're just like, I really shouldn't do this. And Johnny Orco, does he want to be a leader? I don't think so. I, I don't, don't think, think so either. I think so. I think he, hmm, you know what I think? What? 
I, I think I have the end of this this particular story. Okay. It's a little bit short for an episode, but I'm going to run with it because I think it's good. Hey, we can always roll on tables afterward. I think he, he does this and like suddenly you, there's like this like the stalemate happens and people are, you know, people with guns are like, I'm not pulling the trigger. Yeah. I'm not doing this. And then, do you know what happens then? I want to know so bad. Johnny's gone. What? How? People people start reaching out and start being like, okay, what do we do now? And he's gone. He's just not there anymore. He's not on Sacrale anymore. Where is he? Don't know. Hop don't know. Must have maybe smuggle himself on away on another vessel. Maybe hit on a maybe hit on a military vessel, but he's just he He did this, he inspired this change, and then like the wind, he was gone. So now Sacrale is a planet where the I think the dome is now expanded. Mm-hmm. They found like a piece where like they they figure out I think that their common enemy is the acid atmosphere of Sakale. Yeah. And in- industry starts building. Uh I think they decide that they do need some sort of defense, but it's sure. more toward like I think their efforts are more outfitted toward like every citizen of Sakale should have an acid resistant suit. Yeah, right. I think it's I think things change for the better, albeit slowly. And Johnny Orco continues traveling. Is he just like he's a traveling bard who He's oh well, if you go back to the prompt he <gasps> travels the he travels the universe telling his story Jeff he spreads his tale of like peace to other worlds he's like a traveling bard he's a traveling bard that tells the story of his world of his destroyed world so he he was just it was just a pit stop <gasps> whoa or yeah maybe it was the first one Maybe it wasn't. We don't know. Maybe it was We don't. No one knows. But Sacrale knows that uh, a spacefaring traveler came to Sacrale and inspired the people to inspired the people with his story of his mm-hmm. bardic tale to lay down their arms and start working together, or else the the ghosts of his past would haunt them as well. Mm-hmm. This is sick. Okay, so Johnny Orko is now like a space traveling bard. I think, I mean, I, I, never mind. I, I know what I think happens to Johnny Orko. Cause I know, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody, including me, I want him to go to fantasy so fucking bad, but not this time. Nope. Nope. Not this time. I like this a lot. That's pretty oh, cool. I have a question for you then. Yes. Because it, it is still early in recording time. When uh, Empress Plasmagor visits Akrale, is it after Johnny Orko or before? I'm going to say before. Okay. I'm going to say before because I think, like, I think after there's more of a push, I I think her presence wouldn't be as controversial after. Mm, yeah, they might right. like welcome Absolutely. her in and yeah. be like, hey, you should have this gear to survive. But I think beforehand they're like, you <laughs> yeah, shouldn't true. be here. You so shouldn't I think be it was here. Before. I okay. think it was before. Okay. Hmm. So do you want to roll on some tables and then we'll wrap I up? I do. All right. Uh, I've got the soldier tables. Makes sense. He's a soldier. Roll me a d8. Seven. I have a crude sense of humor. <laughs> He's got a sense of gallows humor, I think. And I think that's part of what wins people over. Do you remember Johnny Oko's original, why he's called Johnny Orko? Because he's a... Uh, Fucking, he's like Polly Shore. He's Polly Shore. He's jo- Polly Shore in the army now. 
Yeah. So yeah, he has a crude sense of humor. So I think this turns, I think this turns, he turns sort of into like, kind of like, not necessarily Pauly Shore, because I don't know if he fits into this, but like, no. you know how like kind of goofy comedians from the early 90s all kind of have like dark smoking senses of humor Yes, now? yes. Like Mark Marin. It's like Mark Marin, where it's okay. like, it's like he becomes like, you know, very honest about his struggles and about his his like inner, inner turmoil and all that stuff. And he's got a very dark sense of humor as a way of processing all of this. Yeah. I, I think it's more of like if Polly Shore ever grew up, like, cause right. he, Polly Shore would recognize that he has an idiotic, moronic past. And he's like, not, bleh, we don't go, but we don't talk about that. I'll talk about right. it. But like, it, it, that's not me anymore. Cause this is a lifetime ago. And I think he, he doesn't like joke about the dark things that happened to him. But I just think as a result of all the things he's seen and his time in the military, he is a he likes he likes a crude joke or two. So roll me a d6 for an ideal. Okay. Black. 5. Live and let thee live. Ideals aren't worth killing over. Ooh, has he never Perfect. he he's never killed again. Yep, I think I think he lives he lives if he's he's like we will not go to war. Oh, it's not I, worth it. I think that ooh, like he I think that he honestly like approached these businesses and like their armed guards, like he's like, I'm unarmed. Like I will not mm -hmm. brandish a weapon against you. I will only bring you this message that I fear you do not repeat the errors of Orcus. Yep. He's like super pacifist now. Yep. Doesn't even raise a fist in anger. Yep. Romeo D6 for a bond. Let's fucking go. Two. Someone saved my life on the battlefield. To this day, I will never leave a friend behind. Jeff, these are creepy good for these are for, good. Uh, I told you, I told you these are good. So good he rules. had back in the days of Orcus, he had like a like a best friend who he let because he we said like he abandoned his platoon. Yeah, in the first, like in, yeah, he left them to die, and he's never forgiven himself. And now he will not leave anyone to die, even if it means his death. He will not leave anyone behind. That's why he couldn't – I don't think he could leave Sacrale until this was – until yep. this was finished. Maybe yep. he spent a, like a – he spent a good amount of time on the planet. Like he's like, yeah, I, I can't so. leave. This isn't solved. I can't – I can't leave yet. Ooh. This is kind of cool. I'm really digging Johnny Orko now because he's – he's just this anti-war like activist who travels from planet to planet trying to resolve conflicts that are not worth it and that might end the planet itself. Mm -hmm. Damn. Roll me a d6 for a flaw. Oh, no. No one's perfect, especially Johnny Orko. Especially this man. Five. So it's, I obey the law, even if the law causes misery. So I think what it is, is he won't openly revolt. It's, and it goes back into like, I won't, we won't kill, like, we won't kill. If we, if we take arms, like, is that any better? It might be, but I think he's like, I think he's like, if we can resolve this peacefully, we have to. And to add on to that, I think he respects the laws of each planet he goes to. He's like, I'm an interloper, and yep. I'm acknowledging that, but I'm not going to break your laws. I'm not going to change. I'm, I don't think he likes changing, like, the core values of a planet. You know what I mean? I think he respects mm -hmm. the core values of each planet that he goes to, and then he's like, I won't break any laws of yours. I'm just coming to, to warn you of you guys creating your own doom. Yeah. He's like uh, he works with the people of each planet according to their customs and respectful and respectful of them in order to find a peaceful alternative to like war and big business destroying planets. Yep. 
That's fucking sick. And that's a wrap on Johnny Orko. Johnny Orko, you're so woke. He is uh, the he... wokest of orcs. Here's here's the thing though. We can end. I gotta end it. I gotta end it on another shout out because uh, you know we like to call out if we get a second prompt that really fits into a concept. Yeah. We did get a second prompt from Taylor LeBrecht, Leviathan Files on Twitter. We got the prompt on our Discord, and it said, A moment of goddamn happiness for Johnny Orko, you monsters. <laughs> Technically, we've done that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Bam, a moment of happiness. There, it's <laughs> Johnny like- Johnny Orko's goddamn life. <laughs> I when they the all- prompt was very specific. <laughs> when he- they all lay down their arms, Johnny Orko sheds like a single tear and like, oh. And that, and then he's like, got more work to do. He he's had like, a brief got- moment. It was like a split second of joy. <laughs> you monsters. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a wrap. That is a wrap. Um, God, thank you so much, Frankie Extra, for your prompt that yes, has created the world traveling peacemaker, Johnny Orko. He's back and he's back. actually good. Yep. But he's not because he's all fucked up. <laughs> So, yeah, um, if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, there are a butt-ton of ways you can do that, and they're all great. There are, there sure are. You can tweet at us at amfc underscore podcast. You can use the hashtag fantasy children. You can go onto our Discord. The link is pinned on our Twitter and mm-hmm. posted, posted a prompt there. You can post it on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren, or you can email us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Yeah. Ooh, I have an idea, by the way. We're All approaching right. uh we're approaching AMFC's one year anniversary with the birth of Samuel Gord. So yeah. I I do want to do a like a happy birthday special to AMFC. Sure. And I, I, I'm gonna say that we uh I wanna start taking um questions. Like you hmm. can email to our Discord or DM to our Twitter or something, and like we'll answer questions about lore, the creation yeah. of the show. Let's make that a thing. We'll say that's a thing. So send us your questions as well. Yeah, about anything, the us, the creation of the show, characters, lore, whatever, and we'll yeah. do a happy birthday special when the time is right in like July or something. Yeah, cool. If you enjoy our show a lot, consider back in our Patreon. Check it out. Yes, uh, there's a lot of cool bonus stuff. Um, it helps us. For, it helps with hosting fees and equipment and con budgets and all that good stuff. You can check that out at Patreon.com/slash All My Fantasy Children. Yeah. Um, you can also check out Party of One Podcast, Jeff's other podcast. Take it away. Party of One is an actual play about two-player role-playing games. Uh, this week we played a game called. I think Shadow of the Century was the most recent episode. Yes. Shadow of the Century, which is sort of an 80s action movie. It's very cool. It's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Listen to that ASAP. Um, oh, verbal hug. We got a hug. Do you have a verbal hug this week? I'm not sure. What's going on? What's going on with me this week? Hmm. I, I do. I do. It's a simple. It's a simple one. Yeah. You got this. Whatever you're working on, you got this. It might not feel like you do, but you do. You got this. Yeah. Are you are you working on something? Does it have you down as most creative projects can get? They can get heavy. But I'm telling you, don't don't burn yourself out. But I mm-hmm. know I trust that you can overcome your creative challenges mm-hmm. and rise to new heights. Maybe take a step back. Listen to some podcasts. Check out mm-hmm. some art that inspires you. Let others inspire you and then maybe come back to it. Yeah. And just make sure that you're enjoying. Make sure you're having fun. <laughs> At the end of the day. Uh, yeah. Make sure you're having fun. 
Yeah. I think that's a good note to close it on. Yeah, make sure in, at the end, Johnny Orker, do what Johnny Orker does and have lots of fun. <laughs> and on that note, Aaron, good, good night, night and good, good game. game.